Steph Page, Executive Director here at Stories Foundation. Early in 2021, we decided to do a series on our social media, on Facebook and Instagram, that talked about how culture change is a strategy to fight against human trafficking. We did a series of short videos and Q&A type things in a group on Facebook and awareness on Instagram, all around the idea that there are small things that we can do in the places where we already have influence to change culture and see trafficking decrease in our communities. We really, really believe that your story matters in the fight against injustice and against human trafficking and exploitation. And when you see the value of your story in the places where you have influence, and when you do small things, like become more aware, like you do here by listening to this podcast, then together we will see stories of injustice change. We will see stories of human trafficking and sexual exploitation decrease in our communities. Thanks so much for listening to The Culture Change series on the Connecting Our Stories podcast. Hey everybody, Steph Page here, Stories Foundation, and we have been talking about for the past few months, culture change as a strategy to fight against human trafficking. And today's topic is Better Together. And this is one I'm really excited to talk with you about because I'm very passionate. If you know me at all personally, you know I'm very passionate about collaboration. And I really strongly believe that in anything we do in life, but especially when we're talking about nonprofit work, especially when we're talking about fighting against trafficking and exploitation, we have to know that not any one person, one organization, um, one like way is going to get the job done. And we're talking about an issue as big as human trafficking and exploitation. There are so many different ways to fight against trafficking and exploitation, so many different uh, spaces to enter into, so many even different ways to talk about when it comes to awareness and education, Um, so many different experiences and perspectives and people in the fight. There's no way that one organization alone is going to solve this problem. There's no way that one, um, like the government alone is going to solve it. There's no way that the church community or religious community alone is going to solve it. There's no way um, that the nonprofit community or, you know, one or two nonprofits are going to solve it. This is something that's going to literally take each and every one of us coming together and putting our heads together collectively to say, how do we work together and take our collective experiences, share them with each other, and come up with a strategy to kind of take on some of these um, cultural norms that have allowed for trafficking to happen. I have spent the large majority of the last eight years of my life, nine years of my life almost, um, choosing to 
interact and engage with other people doing this work and listening and wanting to be a cheerleader to people and saying, how can we partner together? How can we, how can we do that? And, um, you know, I think no person is too small. I think no viewpoint is um, irrelevant. Uh, we all have something to bring to the table if our heart and our motives are about uh, choosing to do what we can to see these cultural norms that allow for trafficking exploitation decrease. If that's our heart, uh, we have something to bring to the table. And, you know, right now in my city, um, here in Minnesota, in the Twin Cities, we, there's a lot of division and a lot of hurt uh, going on. And I talked about this a little bit last week um, in my video, you can go find it. But I really believe that if we could choose to see each other's humanity and if we could come around the table together uh, and put our heads together and listen um, and collaborate, you know, could we see change, positive change happen in some of the systems that have become um, unethical simply because we're human beings. And um, when we when we don't in humility come together, you know, there's, we're going to make mistakes. Even like I'll talk about myself. I've been doing anti-trafficking work for almost nine years. And I know there are times I've, I've had a wrong thinking, or maybe I've, I've made a wrong choice for sure. Or I have felt, um, I felt a certain way negatively about a partnership or another organization or a person. And how we move forward is by acknowledging those things and saying, you know what, I'm going to put my feelings aside and I'm going to look at you as a human being and I'm going to listen to what you have to say. And I'm going to see if we can, um, if we can honor each other and, and move forward. So I really believe that if we're going to, if we want to see trafficking and exploitation decrease in our communities, that we have to start coming around a community table um, as organizations, as, uh, you know, law enforcement and organizations, as um, uh, religious groups, churches and organizations, as community members, um, as, you know, community um, orgs like the Rotary or Alliance Club or things like that. We all need to sit at the table together and say, what do we all individually bring to fight against this issue? What are our experiences? What's our knowledge? Where's our um, education? What have we learned and how can we bring all that together? And then together, what can we do for our communities to change these, these cultural norms so that we no longer have a culture that looks at people as objects to be exploited? And the reality is, I, I mean, I sat with um, my, you know, leadership team that I have for the cafe yesterday, and we were talking about how it, it really is real that there are people in our own communities that, number one, don't know, still don't know that human trafficking, exploitation, the buying and selling of human beings, um, mainly for sex here in the United States, or the exploitation of a person for sex. It's happening right here in our communities, right here in our neighborhoods. It's happening in rural America. I see you, Ashley. It's happening in rural America. It's happening in the cities. It's happening in the suburbs. I, there are, I, I've said it once and I'll say it a million times. There are people out there who, for whatever reason, they decide that they need to take a vulnerability in a person 
and create a relationship with that person so that they can take advantage of them, that it's happening everywhere. And we can't be quiet and we can't be silent. We have to have these conversations. We have to equip the next generation coming up behind us to to see better so that they can know better, so that they can choose better. When we see unhealthy patterns, when we see trauma that hasn't been acknowledged or that hasn't um, been worked through in a healthy way, we need to, to look at ourselves and in compassion, enter those spaces. And what we don't know, we need to lean on each other so that we aren't acting in a way that is not compassionate or that is re-triggering or, um, or so that we don't act, we don't have to know everything. You know, I sat with a, a friend of mine who's a survivor a leader in the cities here and she was, we were talking about housing and she asked me if I knew about this and I had no idea what she was talking about. But you know what? I don't have to know exactly what she's talking about because she knows what she's talking about and we're going to work together moving forward. I think it's a lie that you have to enter this work and you have to know everything. I don't think it's what you know as much as who you know and the attitude that you go into the work with in humility and take a posture of learning, uh, compassion, knowing that when I enter into to work um, to fight against exploitation, which is really fighting against an over-sexualized individualistic culture, it's coming alongside people who um, have so many barriers to flourishing uh, because of outside circumstances they, they didn't control. And I'm not coming in as someone who like has it all together and is going to save them. Like I'm coming in to sit with them and to say, how, what can we do so that this doesn't happen to somebody else? Like what can we do? What do you need? What do the people that you work with need? What are some cultural things that we can do differently as communities? What are some systems that we can put into place so that we can change the story for somebody else? This is what's needed in our communities. Bigger tables with more collaboration where we can share ideas, we can share strategy, we can in compassion say, how do we help each other? Because that's what it is. That's humanity. That's what being human is about, is sharing story, coming together, being intentional to help each other so we can see things like trafficking and exploitation change. We have vulnerable people in our communities, period, end of story. Each and every one of us have been vulnerable at some point in our lives. Did someone cover your vulnerability or did they exploit it? And how do we create communities where people have safe spaces where they can come in and they know that their vulnerabilities will not be exploited? Or they can come in no matter where they're at and they can feel cared for, feel seen, feel heard, feel loved. Where, where can we do that? That's, can we do that? Will you join us? We're better together. We need you to join us so that we can create more awareness, so we can create new systems that, that, that come alongside people instead of pushing them out. Um, because that's what I want. That's what I want. I want spaces where I can come into the room and if I'm hurting, it's okay for me to be there in the state that I am. That's what I want. Isn't that what we all want? So can we create that together? You're invited. We are, we're trying, we're trying to create this. We're raising money for the down payment to uh, break ground in Storyteller Cafe. And this is what we're, 
this is what we're trying to create. And we're using culture change as a strategy to fight against the cultural norms that allow for and perpetuate human trafficking and exploitation. And we need a lot of work in our communities around this. We have a lot of gaps um, on the prevention side and on the restoration side. And we're this is an invitation for you to join your story to ours and to practice better together. And, um, you know, the more the merrier. For real, because each and every one of you have something to add to this and um, and we need you. So tomorrow night we have a event, but we're full. We've, you missed it. So if you're going to wait to register, I'm so sorry. It's too late. We're full because of COVID. We had very limited space for the in-person event tomorrow night. Um, but we have a virtual Zoom event on Saturday morning. And I'll put the link uh, in the comments of this video. Um, I invite you personally to join us because uh, I want you to see your value and your worth in this fight. And I want you to be connected to people who are choosing to share their story so that we can make a difference, not only here in Minnesota, but um, in, our, in our country and, and in the world. Culture change is a, is a legitimate and necessary strategy when it comes to fighting human trafficking. We have to change the way we see each other. We have to change the way we interact with each other. Um, we have to change the, the things that we've allowed to become normal when it comes to um, using people as objects and viewing them that way. Um, we have to start having real conversations about what unhealthy relationships do to us and how there are people that are exploiting uh Though those things that are happening, that trauma that happens because of unhealthy relationships and unhealthy examples. And we can come together and really we need to, we need to, to come together, all of us and say, how do we change some of these cultural norms and some of these systems that, that are, um, that aren't setting people up to live a, a life of flourishing. So join us on Saturday. I'll put the link down here. Nobody can do the siloed. I was so grateful to be with a nonprofit leader friend of mine in the last couple of days as we were talking over some content creation things. And we've been in this fight together. Um, I met her right at the beginning when I started doing anti-trafficking work. And we borrowed courage from each other and we've cheered each other on. And our, our organizations are coming together in some really cool ways, partnering. And siloed organizations die. Siloed organizations die, siloed people um, burn out. Um, we need to come together. We, we, are, we are more powerful together. There is power in collaboration. Um, there's power when we come together for the good of each other and the good of our communities. And we grow as individuals when we choose to collaborate I don't think you can lose in collaboration. I know that not every collaboration is truly collaborative. That's a different conversation from a different for a different day. But every time I've entered a situation with open hands and when it has been a truly collaborative situation for both parties, it's always a win. So we're better together. Culture change is a strategy to fight human trafficking. And you are invited to our virtual event Saturday morning. I will put the link in the comments. We'd love to have you there. Thanks, friends.